Welcome back to the Twisted Builds Podcast. Today I got one of my best friends here, uh, Darren. Hi, I'm Darren. I don't really have anything to do with the automotive industry, but here we are. Yeah, we've been friends since high school. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, i uh actually been waiting to do this episode of the podcast, which I know I'm a terrible podcaster and haven't put up an episode in quite some time. But uh, I've been trying to get with Darren. My, but he, uh, his and my lives are pretty crazy. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to get to the point where we could get together and do this episode. But um, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> Something like that. But no, uh, I haven't posted. Like this is going to go up on YouTube and also the my podcast. Um, I haven't posted anything on my YouTube channel since January. And I do realize that. So I do apologize. Um it's just, it's been crazy. Uh, not with the twist of build stuff, but with me personally, I've been working with uh, Fulson Diesel on a CAN bus project um, for their 21 Dodge Ram. And that has taken literally all of my time. So um, that's why I haven't been having a life lately. So <laughs> yeah, better you than me. Yeah. That stuff is all Greek to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. All right, it, I, I, I knew a lot of what I used or like a lot of the information I knew going into the project, but there was a lot I learned during it as well, which when you're pushing yourself on a 21 Dodge Ram to get the thing to work without the factory equipment, uh, you're going to learn quite a bit about how that vehicle works and Campbell strategy and stuff like that. So, but, but yeah, so as I said, not dead yet. <laughs> um, Oh man, we have no, if this podcast is a little uh, iffy or whatever, it's just because we have no, we're just having a conversation. We have no topics, no discussion, there's no planned out discussion. We're, we're just, just going for it. We're just, we're both haven't caught up in a while, but, but yeah, so been doing that. Um, I had a couple of questions I know that I've memorized from a couple of guys. I made a Facebook post a couple of weeks back about, I was, hey, I'm going to do a podcast um what people's questions were one of them was talking more about canvas strategy and how it worked uh and i also hinted about i'm me and a buddy of mine are going to be bringing a product to market um so the canvas like we're using this 21 ram is canvas 20b uh i'm also working on the fd can bus stuff um Long story short, me and Sky Schmidt are working on, uh, he and I both coded a Windows program to work with our hardware to reverse engineer CAN bus networks for people. So the plan is, <laughs> this is the first time Darren's hearing about it, yeah. by the way. So our plan is is to um, bring this to market, bring uh, a hardware, uh, pretty much a, uh, think of it kind of like a scan tool except for CAN bus reverse engineering, all right? You hook it up, the two wires up to the active CAN bus network, and you can monitor live data and everything of the sort and kind of reverse engineer what's going on with it. Uh, the plan is to sell the hardware and also sell online training courses through Vimeo. So there, you'll be able to buy a whole package of how I, what I did to reverse engineer this 21 RAM. Um, and we're actively working right now on the software for the 2OB uh, CAN bus strategy, we're also going to bring in the FD CAN bus, which is the new ones, which is the flexible data. Like your 22 and newer vehicles, for the most part, 21 and newer stuff runs. So we've got that going on with the business. Um, and I know more people wanted to talk or wanted to hear me talk more about how CAN bus stuff works. 
I will probably make a podcast on my own, and I'll go into that more in detail. I do want to try to get this going again. I've been, I'm a terrible podcaster. <laughs> we both listen to the Customer States podcast like every week, and they're great at it. Yeah, I like if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we're, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at it. So uh, I, I do plan on making a podcast, bringing more information about that to light, and maybe get Sky on as well. Um, but, oh, we can go to some old-time stories. Going all the way back to four cylinder pickup truck days and or yeah or the 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 ninja four wheeler oh. or oh we got <laughs> I could talk for days on that well let's okay that that would be a good one to talk about so we don't have it here it's at your it's house, at my house your house so um let's start with the ninja so I picked up a ninety five ninja for like six hundred dollars. And didn't realize how sketchy the deal was until after I got it home, and determined that the best course of action was to just use strip it for it. parts, just strip it and yep. forget that the motorcycle itself ever existed. So I had this four cylinder sitting here with nothing to put it in, and that bothered me. So I found a ninety nine four hundred EX Honda, mm-hmm. and with a lot of help from Dale with fabrication, me and, and my dad both, yeah. yeah. I mean, fabrication, wiring, you name it. Uh, before you know it, I had a four-wheeler that was well, a, essentially attempted suicide. <laughs> so, 600, 600 uh, Ninja motor, right? It was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kawasaki motor and a Honda yep. four-wheeler. Oh, that thing would do wicked burnouts. Yeah, I was. I got. I'll uh, maybe I'll insert a video here of me doing a burnout right over there in my in my dad's garage. But that thing was. Oh, that thing's awesome. The number of people that told me it couldn't be done, and I told them I have a torch and a welder, I'm unstoppable. And before you know it, I'm ripping around a field, r- doing burnouts and donuts in the garage. And that's that's what we live on, though. Like literally, you and I both, we've been told so many times that oh, you can't do that. It's like yeah, watch me. Yeah, never tell a redneck something can't be done because <laughs> we'll do it just one. to piss you off. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I personally thrive on spite, so. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of like back when me and my dad put a Super Cub together. We put a 4.3 V6 in a Cub Cadet just because we had a customer back in my parents' old garage that said we couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, screw you, watch us. Absolute insanity is <laughs> what we do. the exact definition of both of these projects. Darren is one of the reasons why Twisted Builds is a thing. I'm sure you probably know this. We started a po- uh, not a podcast. A we forum. started a forum together. Yep. Um, forums died. Pretty much. <laughs> They're still around, but for the most part, forums are dead. Yeah. And because Facebook groups and everything kind of took that over. But right at the tail end of the forum craze, we started twistedbuilds.com as a forum um, that I self-hosted and everything. It didn't take off. No. It and just, it's it's now restructured to Dale's my business. business page. Mainly, like, you came up with the idea, like, the Twisted Builds name because he and I were bouncing uh, names off each other, and that one stuck. So we did that as the forum. I was like, I already have the like the the domain name and yeah domain names are cheap but i was like i like the name so with your permission we kind of i ran with it yeah and i I wasn't gonna do anything with it i am not the technical guy that dale is (laughs) but yeah so we that that's how i mean darren's literally the reason like matt happel got the business off the ground with the simple dollar boost stuff but darren was where the name came from so um that was what eight Years ago, nine I'm years ago, go that far back. It, yeah, yeah maybe. Awesome. It was. Oh, it wasn't long after high school. Yeah. You had just graduated college. I forget how long it's been. Oh, making me feel old. Uh, me too. 
We've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. That... Life's, life's gone a long ways. I mean, I moved out of area. I'm not from the area anymore. Or I'm from the area. I just don't live in the area anymore. But we still try to get together and hang out. And yep. Do a couple, three times a year. Yep. And still message and everything. But right now, so you know about the Full Send Project because that's been yep. my life lately. Um, but I've got the S10 and everyone... Keep, I have a lot of messages about you know S10 progress. I'm like, I did work on it for about a week this summer. I took a week off. I had a paid week vacation from work. It was either use it or lose it. So I had kind of a staycation, and I took my family to like uh, aquarium and whatnot. Excuse me, an aquarium and whatnot. But after that, it was S10 progress. So the front of the S10s, I would say 85 to 90 percent done. I've got to do some gusset work to it. I don't even know if I posted any photos or anything about it, but literally the front suspension on that truck's about done. I got to gusset work. I got to do the crossbar for, like, the, the drag link for the front suspension, or front steering. And after that, the, it, the front suspension is done, and it's just the rest of the build. But it's one of those builds I'm proud, like, I'm, even the Firebird, the Firebird was just a junk, cheap thrills build. And the S10 is one I'm going to be very proud of. So it's taking longer. So because of that, I had a little downtime on the Full Send Diesel project, uh, maybe a month ago, back in October, I guess, uh, where I was waiting for parts to come in. Like, I got the PCB design done, and I was waiting for parts to come in. So I got the engine running again. Uh, two and a half years, the thing sat with ethanol or E85 fuel in it. Never flushed it like I was supposed to. Never ran gas through it. Nothing like it. Just had a E85 in it. I was fully, fully expecting that that engine, like I was going to have to redo the whole fuel system. Probably fuel injectors, the whole shebang. I was going to have to flush it out, clean it out, do whatever. Um, the computer was an old Speedwheel computer, which I'm going to go back to Megasquirt. That's a long story. But regardless, um, I put the Speedwheel computer back together with spare parts I had. Flashed the old tune into it. Two and a half, like, cranks, that thing fired right up. I was shocked. The thing ran great. I ended up taking the car out and doing a nice big old burnout with it and then parked it because the motor really sounded bad at that point. Uh, took the motor out, and, yeah, I spun uh, number one connecting rod bearing. So I have a spare 5.3 in my basement that's about ready to go. Um, but I'm getting it, like, I'm not allowed to take the car back to the track at its current trim because it's too fast. So <laughs> <laughs> that car, for anyone that has known me since my s10 build uh what i started with was I, I was a newlywed we just got a house i had a job that didn't pay very good at the time like i had no money so the business was taking off but i wasn't making enough money to like i was reinvesting into the business i wasn't able to put a pile of money into the firebird so that was and it was also just a cheap thrills car so i wanted to see how cheap i could do the car and get kicked out of a drag strip for going too fast no safety equipment. So there was $4,000 into that car, and that's including purchasing the car. So uh, it was like just under four grand. Um, car went 1097 at 130 mile an hour at Beaver Springs, um, which the high ET is because it's a factory salt converter. I couldn't leave the line. The thing just, it, even with a 100 shot of nitrous, literally right out of the hole, the thing, which cut four tenths of a, a second off a 60 foot time. I went from a 2 2 to a 1 8. But so, because I was hitting it with 100 shots, 1700 RPM just to get the thing to move. <laughs> but uh, I did, I was asked to slow the car down. So 
um, after that night of racing. So it's no fun slow. It just isn't. And it's one of those things I need seat time for like drifting because I'm going to be the S10 is a proud build like that one. I wouldn't say show car quality, but it's going to be very, very nice by the time I'm done. Um, I haven't had a build where it's just like as clean as I can do it. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. the Trans Am is totally sponsored by the local junkyards. Yes, That's... 100%. So um, I'm up north visiting my family this weekend. And my dad had a Saginaw three-speed, which is a bad idea. And I'm going to do it anyway. So <laughs> That's what we thrive on is bad <laughs> ideas and trying to make it work. So, so I've, I, I posted uh, – I'm one of the admins. This is news to him now. I'm one of the admins on the public sloppy group. So, oh, really? Yeah, so Matt made that. me an admin. I was, I've was i been an admin on the private group now for a couple of years, and now I'm an admin on the public group. So I made a, a post on the public group about, hey, do, you know, does anyone have any experience with these? I got mixed reviews, but I'm going to give it a go. I was kind of the one that I, – I wasn't the first one to decap injectors, but I was the one that helped make it famous Yeah. because everyone thought I was going to blow my LS up decapping the truck injectors. And I was the one that got Matt turned on to it and getting it going. And so just look at it now. I mean, yeah, literally, Eric, it's Eric international. Durr. Eric Durr has made an entire business, business out, out of he, just decapping so, and yeah, he, and he quit his day job, and that's all he does now, yep. which is awesome. I support Eric Durr one hundred percent. But uh, needless to say, I know it's not the greatest idea, but there's no proof one way or the other if it's going to hold up. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm, the re, I already priced the rebuild kit for that thing. It's 50 bucks. Cheap thrills. So, That's exactly. what it's all about. It's so, cheap thrills. Um, the Firebird engine's going to go together uh, with a new... I'm going to get... I had the welded up pan and stuff in it. I'm kind of wondering if that's not what killed the motor. I never had an old pressure gauge on it. So <laughs> it's going to get one now. <laughs> but um, my guess is I didn't do the pickup correctly because it was a tr cut down truck pan. And I wonder if I had the pickup too close to the bottom of the pan. So I'm fixing all that with the new motor, and it's going to get that manual. So I can get a T5 belt, like a QuickTime T5 blowproof bell housing, so in case I cut the clutch up or the clutch explodes or anything. It's not coming through the floor. <laughs> it's not going to come up through my legs. Yeah. I'm also going to do um, – I'm going to make a, um, a sheet metal. It'll probably be like 316 thick or something like that, uh, housing around that transmission just in case it were a grenade. I, I like my legs. Yeah. Keep it so, contained. Yeah. But, um, it may be sloppy, but safety. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rebuild the thing, just do bearing seals, gaskets, make sure everything's good. And I also, also want to get the gear ratios out of it. I, From what I'm seeing on the numbers on the case, it's actually pretty close to the 4LADE that's in there. Because the 4LADE, yes, it had overdrive. But first, second, and third is really the only three gears I used because I, I didn't put power to that thing in overdrive. It was just for cruising around. Yeah. But um, it's pretty close to what's in there. So I'm thinking it should work pretty well for what I want to do with it, which is I'm going to uh, get two more brake caliper brackets for the rear and go four caliper brackets in the rear for handbrake. And I'm probably going to cut the knuckles down on the front to get the steering angle I want out of it and then put that manual in it and go drifting with it next year. Yeah. Get some seat time with yeah, it. That's, you got to have the seat time before you go out in yeah. your nice truck. So that – because – a part of me is like the Firebird's straight and clean and whatever, and I know the prices of the Firebirds are coming up. But I also hacked it all up whenever I did the original build, so it doesn't like I just I do miss driving it. So I'm gonna do it this way, and we're gonna get into drifting with it. So I think that'll be fun. But but yeah, so that's 
mainly been for anyone who thought I dropped off the face of the earth. Because <laughs> I kind of did. <laughs> I've just been busy. Volsen <laughs> Diesel has had all of your spare time. Yeah. And again, that's not through Twisted Builds. That's just a, me and him working personally. But yeah, it's taken a lot of time. And I've learned to pop from it. So I learned about everything in and out about CAN bus I could ever want to know. And, which is awesome because I'm currently uh, in talks with Brandon Furches, uh, Furches Speed. He has LS4 Keen as well. Uh, where he's going, he, right now he's going through a medical procedure. So I hope hopefully you um, get better soon after you get done with that. Um, and hopefully everything goes through good. But once uh, he is back to where he can be for back to work, uh, we're probably going to integrate a Holly Terminator X to a 2006 Mercedes-Benz E-Series sedan. <laughs> and Because you can. Because I can. <laughs> and make all the factory electronics work. So, um, we'll, I'll see how much info I can post about that. I know that like that little bit I can talk about. But, um, but yeah. So, there's a loss. Of that and the Canva stuff I'm bringing to market. I... <sighs> The simple dollar boost is probably going to start coming off the market soon, which it hasn't been selling a lot lately. Everyone's going Terminator X that has boost control on board. Yep. So I have a advanced dollar boost that I've been working on that still might come to market, but so many of the engine management systems that people are going with anymore have boost control on board. So you do have your blow through guys uh, that still use a carburetor uh, that want boost control but it's getting to the point where it's not making a lot of sense for me to put a bunch of time into that market for how little of a return i'm going to get out of it so not dissing on anyone i mean i've got friends that are diehard carburetor guys and they work great it's just for me as a business i'm gonna probably start pivoting more towards the cam bus integrations i just enjoy it that's so much fun it's, it's the challenge I love it. It just it, it's awesome. So that's another thing. Tell a redneck it can't be done. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those. I will freaking die trying, but it's gonna. I'm gonna figure it out. It'll, I'll I'll put everything I can into it to figure it out. And so far, I have like that truck, seventy plus modules on board. Not a single one's complaining about what I did. They all think it's the factory transmission control module. So. Things that everyone said couldn't be done. Is yeah, it's gonna be. It's literally the first fifth gen Ram, uh, in the nation or in the on the planet, that is doing this. Yeah. So, it's... yeah, it, um, so that's where I'm probably gonna go towards. I'm gonna start working more on CAN bus integrations, and there's some other products I'm. I want to bring back um, the wideband stuff. I pulled the wideband stuff from my website and whatever for a little bit because of the the chip shortage. The chips I was using to make that thing. Everyone else uses them too, and they went like I couldn't get them. They're just there was no way they became you know kryptonite. I couldn't get the stupid things. So they are coming back to market though now. Um, at least the chips are. So my thought is is to remake it and also do it over CAN bus because most of the modern stuff it's over CAN bus. So you don't have a voltage offset for like trying to get a zero to five volt to every module, not have a voltage offset where it. it changes the output of the um, wideband reading is pretty bad. So you can do, everyone's going CAN bus and having it just CAN bus into a module so that way you don't have to worry about any kind of voltage offsets. So that's going to be coming back to market at some point. The CAN, mainly right now it's the CAN bus stuff. So 
I've had a lot of inquiries about how I did that. Um, more information about how Canvas works or whatever, which I will be bringing um, maybe Sky on the next one, and he and I will talk about more in, de in depth about what we are currently working on. Um, but that is that's my next big come to market piece. So besides that, it's the builds and just <laughs> doing dumb things. <laughs> that pretty much sums everything up. Is yeah, dumb things. Just yeah. Because we can. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I hope you guys understand. We, I mean, we both have, like, you understand. We both have wives and kids and, and, and jobs full, full and busy lives. jobs with yeah. overtime and then still trying to get side projects done is, is a lot. Let alone being able to set down time aside from everything else to even to sit do down a and podcast. do a podcast. So, yeah, it's it's been busy. It's been real busy. But, yeah, we're, what? Three, three and a half hours away from each other. Yeah. We've, we've been talking about doing this since February, uh, March. March. I'd say March for and sure. We're now into November and, and finally, we're finally doing it. time. We we I would have done it probably in August, but I forgot to bring the equipment up when I came up to visit. Yeah. But, so and this is the like from August to now, this is the next time I was able to make it up. So that's why we're doing this podcast now. But um but yeah, so I want to bring the podcast, like, I'm tr actively trying to make my schedule open up to where I could do even more remote call-in type deals or whatever with the podcast and open the podcast back up. But, but yeah. Hey, so. Even in my case, I don't even have a laptop at home to video chat over. I've got my cell phone. That's yeah. it. So, which, I've got software that would probably work on a cell phone, so we're probably going to have you on more often. Perfect. So. But, but yeah, so anyone wondering if I fell off the face of the earth, definitely with the, my YouTube following, because I've got 1,800 subscribers on YouTube now. But, yeah, I haven't fallen off the face of the earth. I've just been busy. That, so. that number is going to drop with me on here. You know that, right? <laughs> it is what it You're is. You're going to lose subscribers over fun. this deal. I'm having fun. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm literally, like, my mind is just jumping between stuff. So I apologize again if this podcast is literally all over the board. But, but yeah, we've done, me and Darren have done some crazy stuff. We've done each other, again, since high school. Four-wheeler, my my original, I, I don't know if you and I knew each other back when I had the turbo truck. No. The S10, the Blazer. I was there for the S10 and the Blazer. The turbo truck was de-turboed de by, by, by the time we started other. hanging out. Yeah. But, yes, don't. Remember you and I, your White Ranger, me and the S10. Yeah, oh, just, was there was no back road that was safe. Yeah, just he had an advantage. He had a limited slip in that Ranger, and I had an open rear. Yeah, we were high school kids. Just, but it was I, awesome. Just like everything else, I seemed to own. I blew the motor up, threw head gaskets in it. Yeah, and that's how I originally met Dale. Was I was you, having head gasket issues yes. in the old two, three, four. Yep, and we and, put you put the Mustang can. I used to have a Fox Body Mustang. That I totaled, um, rolled it nose to tail like two and a half times, landed on its roof. It's a long story. Hit a patch of, pretty much hit a patch of black ice about a week before I was going to take it off the road. Um, regardless, I believe I got that cam out of it for you, didn't I? You gave me the whole head. Oh, yeah. I, that's right. I got the whole head off that motor and gave yeah. it to you for the, for, the, for the Ranger. But even back in high school, you know, I was having head gasket issues. They're like, you got to talk to Dale. <laughs> so I told him what was going on, and he's like, guaranteed you pull the head off. It's blown between cylinder one and cylinder two yeah you know he's like i've got a stack of these head gaskets hanging on the wall of the garage yep and i'm thinking okay so i pulled the head off 
Sure enough, it was blown between one and two. It was swapping compression. Yep. So, me being a broke high school kid, working a dishwashing we job in a nursing were. home, <laughs> I just threw another head gasket in. It made it less than 2,000 miles and blew, and blew out it again. again. So, at that point, you know, I tore the motor completely out. I did pistons, rings, bearings, grabbed the head from Dale, yep. got it all put back together, and beat just the beat ever-loving and crap beat and out beat of that it. thing. I sold it to a guy with the promise that I had the opportunity to buy it back. Yeah. And one day I showed up in a local junkyard, and there it sat. Yeah. Hood wouldn't open anymore, so I'm sure he ran it without it doing another oil change. Probably. And I got to fire that it up. That's a shame. I got to fire it up and brick it. Yeah. Because I built it. I brought it into this world in the condition it was in. I wanted to take it out. <laughs> take it out. It out. <laughs> and I bricked it till it was out of fuel. Yeah. And I couldn't kill it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That been, was an awesome truck. I've been wanting to find another thing. one. Uh, I'd love to do a turbo LS build and a first or second gen Ranger just for the sake of doing it. I would love to find a first gen just to bring it back to the roots. It's, I actually have doors. Uh, grill yes. and fenders uh, for a first gen upstairs in the garage. Yep. So yeah, that's dude. about all the farther I got with it. Yeah. You know, wife, kids, buying a house. You run out of time, run out of money doing, yep. you know, doing the family thing. But Yeah, once kids get older, we'll have more time. Yeah, that's that one's on my bucket list. Yeah. Just once again, cheap thrills. Yep. Throw it together, beat on it, have fun. Yep. And that was like the whole, my S10. I, I started out technically, my first S10 was the 98, you remember. Yeah, the, the black, black. The black with the flame, the, the weekend flame job. Yeah. Because I had to paint over the pot leaf camo that was on it. Yep. I bought the truck for 500 bucks. It, it, you, at $500, you don't ask questions. you just like, okay. Yeah, you buy it and it. run it. Yep. I blew it with two, I bought it with two blown brake lines. So I put brake lines on it, got it running. That was the truck I learned how to tune on too. Yeah. So... Started with HP tuners and learned how to tune on that one on my own. Just self-taught using HP tuners form back when forms were a thing. And, and uh, yeah, I did that one. Which, the truck I have now is a first gen. It's not a second gen. But I grew up, my dad had a first gen black. Uh, his was an extended cab S10 growing up that he V8 swapped. And uh, I grew up in that thing. So, I've just I've always had a soft spot for the first gens. And that and one, that when he be, did that, that was back before the V8 swaps were really even a thing. Yeah, they were starting to pick up polar, or like popularity, but not a lot. Um, that was a long, long time ago. But but yeah, it'd be awesome if we can get you a first-gen, because you and I would have first-gen mini trucks Yeah, going. The mini truck scene is coming back with Ford Maverick, from what I'm seeing now. I know I'm regretting saying that out loud, but... You know, yeah. there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of stuff to them. There is. There is. You know, they kind of brought the budget truck back into the world, even though it's yeah, for, all-wheel drive or front-wheel drive. Yeah. It's more of a Honda Ridgeline than I would call it a truck. But, yes. It's a unibody. But, it's a unibody truck. There's no frame rail on yep. that thing. But it brought but, the size back down. Yep. And, it, like, many, like, I know a lot of Audi manufacturers went larger trucks, but the mini truck's still a thing. It's still popular. That's yep. why the Tacoma had such a long, good sales history because they kept the smaller, which the later model Tacomas are getting larger. But. Yeah, they, the trucks just keep getting bigger. I've got I've got an 09 Tacoma, mm-hmm. which I had to have the four-door when I bought it, knowing I was probably going to have kids. And yep. Yeah, I had a kid, ran out of room in that, so we ended up buying a 15 Tundra Crew Max as well. Yeah. Just for the size. Yep, yep, yeah. 
Yeah, they're getting bigger. I, yeah. I like my small trucks. I, I, it's always been a fan of mine. And the reason I'm building the, the square body into a drift truck is just from what you and I used to do with our little trucks, drifting on dirt roads. I want to do it on pavement now, but like that's what we started doing when we were kids. It's amazing we didn't get caught. Oh caught, Lord. arrested, licenses pulled. The stuff Pushing. used to do. I didn't even have power steering. I remember. That's... The, the, yeah, and the reason, like, you got farther sideways than I always, it was because of the posse. Yeah. Like, I was doing everything I could. I didn't have a posse. And it, it was a seven and a half. We were both high school kids. We didn't have a lot of money I mean, no, at all. There was no money for upgrades on my end. It was Me just either. fix what I break. Yep. And, and drive it. hope that I had enough money to fix what I broke. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But there was so much fun. That's Like, a lot of city kids just have no idea how, how it is to grow up. Yeah, a lot of people say there's nothing to do in the country, but it's like, no, there's there's, there's plenty to there's do. There's more than enough to do in the country than the city. You just got to hope the cops aren't in your area when you're exactly. doing Exactly, exactly. And thankfully, I, we normally live out far enough away that it's not a problem. I got my first speeding ticket in that little white truck. I was driving, I was on my way to school, and I was in third gear running late, and the shifter itself came off in my hand. <laughs> yes, I remember this. <laughs> so, you know, I'm in third gear with a gutless four-cylinder trying to slip the clutch and get myself going. Well, this. when I had the opportunity to get after it, I did. So, you know, us being in a rural high school, you know, it's in a town. Yep. And the cop followed me the whole way until I was in front of the school. Mm-hmm. And then flicked his lights on to make an example out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew each other on a personal level. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to make an example out of you. Good luck. And then he started writing, you know. Yeah. They considered the entire town at that time a school zone because there was two schools, one on each end of town, and I was right between them when he caught me. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Charlie, if you're listening, I learned. <laughs> Not much, but I did learn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be listening, thank you. Probably not. But, no, it's... We did so much stuff that we got away with somehow. Yeah, that was Crazy. cherry bomb side exit. Yeah. Because why not? It was cheap yep. and loud. Air horns on a push button just to annoy people. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, all that stuff's high school kid level stuff. But yeah. But once, once we got out of high school, like the Ninja four-wheeler and my builds and whatnot, it's like, that's where the whole twisted builds idea came from. It's like, we do the stuff that everyone says not to or says it can't be done. Yeah. Or, like, we're twisted in the head for even thinking about it, which is the whole twisted builds thing. But <laughs> we're de- There's definitely something wrong with both of us. There, there's a lot of screws probably loose, but we, do, we have a pile of fun. That's why I'm afraid to go into a psychiatrist or anything. They're going to tell me what's <laughs> wrong, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. It, ignorance is bliss. Uh-huh. But... All right, I think we'll call it there. But yeah, it's been an awesome, awesome run, and we're gonna do a lot more. I'm ready to see where the next step goes. I've got my wife's got a '99 must or '98 Mustang that she learned how to drive manual in. Mm-hmm. That she wants to keep a four six in. I personally want to go big LS. horsepower, you know, turbo LS, just because I know that's where it's going to end up. Why waste the time with another four six when you know you're just going to kill it? Yeah. So. But that's on my project list. Uh, I've got some work to do on the Tacoma because there's always work to be done. You know, my I took my ninja-powered four-wheeler to West Virginia basically on a dare. 
they told me it wouldn't last. Everybody that I went down with, they were threatening to not strap it down, let it bounce down I-79 on the way there. Yep. And, you know, they were all putting money down that it was going to be the first thing to break down because it's this home-built conglomeration that shouldn't work. And we were two miles into the trails, and we had a brand-new Polaris blow a coolant line. So I'm doing donuts around them just as a big old <laughs> screw you. Yeah. And I ended up burning the clutches out of it. I wasn't geared low enough, so I blew the head gaskets. I broke a grade 8 motor mount bolt, mm-hmm. and the fuel tank started leaking by day 3. So I parked but it. at least made it to day 3. It made it to day 3 on Rock House, which is the roughest trails you can find down there. Yeah. So I brought it home, I parked it, and that's where it sat. Yeah, we you know, get that going again. Other projects came along, you know, keeping the wife and kid going. Yep. So... Life it, happens. It's on it's, the to-do list. Bring it back. I would love to fuel inject that thing. I've just to tick people off. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It'd be your computer madness, and as probably, a as a machinist, yeah, probably put a micro squirt on it and uh, micro squirt with built probably like it's either CNC or just fabricate. I got a TIG welder now. We can probably TIG like between CNC. The flanges and whatnot, and Tigwell, we could probably make an intake manifold for that thing. Yeah. And fuel inject it. Yeah, the, the pod filters just don't. Yeah. They yeah. just don't cut it. Yeah. The carburetors are, they leak through. If you don't shut the fuel off, the floats are yep. sticking. So. But imagine with, how much more, how much power is being left on the table. Yeah. Compared to what we could do with that thing. Yeah, so. where it's at now, we actually trailered it down to the last sloppy dino day, which I seen they're uh, having another one. They're having another one. I do want to go. I I think it's what? The 20th. Yeah. November 20th. Oh, this is probably going to come out this week. We're recording on the 6th. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's coming. Uh, November 20th is the next one. So, I, I'd I like don't to go. think I'd like, I don't think I can make it down. I used to not miss him. Yeah. You know, he drove spring and fall. Eight, six seven, and a half, six, seven, seven hours, hours each way. He would meet me. We'd grab the Firebird and we'd go down. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then I'd raise hell. And then, with not a lot of hell, but, you know, we all, everyone that went there. Had, you had fun. Had fun. Uh, cops were called, the whole shebang. Yeah. Which I know got out of hand. That's why Matt stopped doing them. But, uh, and regardless, I, we'd get done, go back, and then you'd follow me home. And then you'd finish the rest of the way back. Because yeah. from my house, it's four, three and a half, four hours. So, yeah, it was a long haul for you. Yeah, I don't but, think I'm going to make it to this one, sadly. But, I'll you know, be. I'd like to go back again. At least this time, I, I'd have a nice ride down. I've been down in a 96 Ranger that should have been off the road two years prior. Yeah. A 95 <laughs> Chevy cop car. Yep. That I was planning on putting, putting on, on the, the dyno, And then coming home and doing a Turbo LS build on. It rusted out. Though. And the floor plans rusted out. It had 380,000 miles on it. It was my wife's daily driver at the time. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to make it back. But I did end up trailering the four-wheeler down. Mm-hmm. And I think I laid down 47 horsepower yep. on a 2,500-pound roller. Yep. So with a four-wheeler. With a four-wheeler. I had to have Dale on one front tire yep. and Matt on I the other front tire. We were both standing on it then to keep it down. Just to keep the front end down. Because he's trying to move a 2,500-pound roller with a four-wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> but I made so more cool. than a Geo Metro, so you I was happy. You did make more than a Geo Metro that day. I was happy with that result. Oh, boy. Yeah, that thing, it's cobbled together. You know, turbo technology has come a long way, right? I've considered. Because if we go fuel-injected, we could turbocharge that little 
Ninja 600 really make her scream. I need you to... You gotta put head gaskets in it anyway. Yeah, I need to figure out a different way to route the exhaust <laughs> because right now it all runs underneath with a factory header. Yeah. And the riding it on the trails has absolutely annihilated toward that, the exhaust open. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, see, we could just run the exhaust around the side of a, uh, the turbo and run it out the back like a motorcycle. I think we can run it right out the front underneath where I have the radiator mounted. That would work. And mount a turbo and everything right up there and just straight dump it down. That would work. Oh, it might get warm on your legs. We, we'll have to it already it does. Yeah, it true. already does. That's true. But, but yeah, no, we got we got stuff cooking. It's just, again, family guys now. Yeah. Um, we got a lot on our plates, but... We're still going. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> slowly, things are happening. Slowly but surely, pick away at things. So, what's Matt say? Twenty minutes a day. Yep. An hour a day. Whatever you can put towards it. Yep. You'll every get, every little bit of progress is still progress. progress. So, so yep. And that's something I try to do too. Even like with the fire burn and whatnot. Even though the full sun diesel stuff's been consuming my life, it's almost over. I can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel of that one. So. It'll be back to the Firebird for a bit, um, just to get it to where it's ready for this next drift season, and then back to the S10. So, there will be, uh, again, I'm a terrible YouTuber. It's been since January. I'm aware of that since I posted my last update. My last update was posting that I had the benchtop mill and lathe. Yeah. So, that's been a long time. Um, but yeah, so I, I do plan on putting out more videos. It's just the dead spell this whole summer was because of the full sim project that literally consumed my life. But once that's done, I'll, my plan is to get you guys more content. Uh, I will be bringing the canvas stuff to market and we'll just keep having podcasts. I want to have you back on again. I'm, yeah. Um, I've got software now that you can download on your phone to remote in. So we're going to have more remote in podcast guests and go from there. Yeah. Before you know it, you'll be having the guys from customer states on and mike wants to come on one of them so we'll we'll probably have that done at some point he's got good gear obviously yeah so that'll be a good episode but yeah all right man hey hey nice good having you on. as well and so uh until next time yeah have thank a you good one thank you guys for uh, listening as as we've always said subscribe like um I'm on all of the podcast stations and on YouTube, obviously. So thank you guys for listening and have a good one.